Yo, 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 what is good with every single person listening? This is the podcast with your two favorite part-time deadbeats, Culture Con Papas, the show about pop culture with some culturally dope papas. I am the artist formerly known as Thicky C, Mr. Nikki C. Hey, what's up, man? Now that's new. I like that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit, that kind of threw me for a loop. Okay. Keep me on toes, man. Hey, I see it, man. What's up, man? Is somebody's daughter's favorite daddy? How you doing, bro? Let me let like one, I'm just gonna start right the fuck off. I am pissed. Yeah, let's get into it, bro. What happened? What's I'm going pissed, on? bro. Everything that happened with the good brother Jacob Blake. So, if you don't know the story about Jacob Blake, one, please get yourself a Twitter. But it's been talked about by LeBron. Uh, Ray Allen is said it on Instagram. Uh, multiple black celebrities are coming out and talking about Jacob Blake um, up in Wisconsin. He was the video that we see shows him walking to his car, where then an officer pulls on the shirt as he's trying to uh, enter the car, uh, maybe grab something we can't see, but he gets shot seven times in the back. So now, one. We're hearing stories come out that that Jacob Blake was defusing a fight. Um, then the cops showed up. Obviously, the cops don't have any information, so they're trying to question him, which, as a black man, I can already, like, probably already assume that they're not really questioning him. They believe that he is the criminal. Right. So, you know, uh, the... Video, the person that was recording the video, his name is Ray Sean. Uh, I forgot his last name, sorry. But he said he started recording after the police tried to wrestle and tase uh, Jacob Blake. And that's when Jacob Blake was walking away, got into the car, and again got shot seven times in the back. What pisses me off about the situation is even watching the short graphic video is that this man had to walk from one side of the car to the other if the police at any point really feared for their life you could have tackled him you could have like you there was I believe four police officers there and if you guys with your illustrious training can't bring one man down to put handcuffs on him or at least hold him for backup for for some other people that have went through so many great hours of training like it's ridiculous like the fact of the matter is there was different opportunities than him getting shot in the back seven times in front of his three kids that's the worst man like you're scarring these kids because you have to be on edge against black people and that shit is starting that shit is like we're still we're still not out of the woods yet people still protest and now you're gonna kill one of ours again well, I mean, the good news is, based off of these reports, I don't really know too much yet, but I know that his dad communicated that he's uh, that he's paralyzed. Um, I, I mean, that's the most recent that I've heard. That doesn't right. necessarily make anything better. But hopefully, you know, this doesn't lead to him like passing or anything. It's just, it's like you said, dude, it's ugly that, you know, they go to this extent when there's so many options on how to address it beforehand. Um, 
and that's the thing that's the biggest problem like i mentioned it on here before their training ain't shit if you don't know how to de-escalate a situation you don't know how to calmly handle people like i've seen so many officers like there's videos of officers walking up to black men scared as fuck because they're there to to say oh we're arresting you because there's a warrant out for you one without even knowing who the black person is like but they're scared as fuck like you're you are not in a position like you should not be scared being in the position that you are like it is ridiculous to me the amount of training that goes on inside of this country for their police officers i even saw the argument on twitter someone saying well people want to talk about being the police so much like shitting on them why don't you guys go ahead and do the job because we know we can't do the job I'm not cut out to be a police officer. I'm not here to make these life and death decisions. Yeah. So if you're making that choice to become a cop, you better be well equipped equipped mentally to make these decisions, to de-escalate, to figure out a way where you're not shooting a black man in the back seven times in front of his three fucking kids. That makes no fucking sense. And that just irks me amps up my anxiety because I fear that one day that my two light-skinned daughters will have to see me get shot in front of the cops over bullshit I feel you man I mean honestly as much as I don't know like as much as I want to be able to say something comforting bro it's just it's the reality that we live in right now you know and it just like how many more people have to be injured before we really wake shit up No man, that's the million dollar question. But I'm gonna tell you right now, to figure out if America's trying to figure out, they ain't gonna like the results. Because you just see tired people getting more tired. And and I would never wish you know <clears throat> death, war, or anything. But the fact is America, the the big boys upstairs don't have our backs. You know that, like, the fact of the matter is, if I can, let me see if I can pull up this piece of shit's name because. <clears throat> oh, see. the the officer. No, no, no. This is this is how we go through Abby Johnson. Abby Johnson, she's a. Uh, RNC speaker, Republican National Convention speaker, you know, the Democratic National Convention, the Republican Republican National Convention were both going on. Um, well, the DNC already happened, but the RNC, you know, getting kicked in. And she is on a video obtained by Vice News. This came from Vice News. And she has two kids, three kids, sorry. And two of her kids are pale white English or Scottish kids, Irish kids, sorry, and um, she's she has a third boy who is light skinned brown, and she said the cops are right to think that my son is going to do something because of the color of his skin. He's the sorry, statistically proven that he will be at more risk of committing a crime. That's her own fucking son. She said that about. 
was there any fucking empathy behind that statement? Like, who the fuck talks about their kid like that? Someone who's racist as shit. Like, she literally said cops should racially profile her own son. She is speaking. She is a speaker. She was a speaker at the RNC. Like, those are the people that represent. Those are the people that have our backs. What? These motherfuckers don't care. And, like, they want to see a world where the tired just wake up. They're going to get that right at their front doorstep. And they're going to be the ones wishing that people cared for them. Like, that's just the nature of the beast. You can't poke someone so long before they turn from a Martin to a Malcolm. Yeah. I'm sorry, man. I'm just pissed. This shit just gets me going. No, you have all the right to be, bro. It's, you know, like... Oh, for sure, dude. It's like, there should just not be another reason. I'm tired of seeing fucking hashtags. I'm tired of seeing t-shirts. I'm tired of having to tell everyone to say their names. I'm tired that the police officers that killed Breonna Taylor are not arrested yet. I'm tired of all this shit. Yeah, that one surprises me still. Like, how has there not been any, like, development, even with, like, Breonna Taylor? There's not going to be. There's not gonna be. He they they he got fired and probably didn't get fired like basically you got fired, but he's probably gonna be able to find work in a whole nother police department. Like that's how they save their ass. Like we fired him. He doesn't have income anymore, and then he goes gets hired at another state doing police work, like because it's just a fraternity. Just a fraternity of douchebags. It's fucked up, man. I mean, luckily, not even luckily, um, but I mean, the story's still developing. Hopefully, there's a little more that we can look into. Hopefully, this is going to add to the case to really transform policing altogether. But even that just feels like a cop out of the statement, though. You know, it's like, how do we, how can, how can Jacob get justice at this point? He needs justice. You know what I mean? Like, we, he needs justice. His family needs justice. Like, thank God thank god he is alive you know like to come out of this basically daylight slang alive you know thank god his kids his family are still gonna have him around even if it is paralyzed because the sad thing is you almost chalk that up as a win the fact of the matter is that you didn't die the fact of the matter is that you may leave in handcuffs the fact of the matter is that I walk away from any interaction that I have with a cop and I'm thanking God like it was like I just came from war in Iraq like what the fuck is that for real yeah it just makes no sense you know just to be a person of color in in America it makes no sense that in the land of equality and freedom you're thought uh, as less than as dangerous as violent as second-rate citizens that you need to watch out. And you know why they need to watch out for us? Because we want equality. That's what they fucking fear. The fact that we want equality, that makes us radical. I'm, 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 I'm done. I, I... No, bro, this is, this is you. This is your, your space, man. I'm here for it. Just... 
it's just extremely, extremely, you know, frustrating in these times in 2020 that the fact of the matter is, like, it's just serve and protect doesn't mean the same thing to me as it does to a white man. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. The part that upsets me too, man, kind of like how you said, it's like, it's the simple fact that like, there's all these other alternatives, but like, how is that the response? How is that, how is that any officer's justified reasoning to shoot somebody? Like that, like when they're walking away, that shit just doesn't make any sense to me. And here's the thing. I'll even, I'll even concede the fact that yes he was getting in his car you don't know what's in the car that's a whole nother entity that's why my thing is like you don't want him to get to that point if you really had intentions of figuring out what the fuck is going on like y'all need to try to subdue him and if and if the people that are there cannot subdue him please turn in your badge go home sit in a dark room and never come out Like, it's idiotic to me. It's idiotic to me that you people have this fucking badge, that you have this power, that you have this responsibility to serve the people, and you guys are going out there as if your title is executioner. It's ridiculous. Mm. It's ridiculous. Imagine, like, the kids, you know, in that car, seeing what happened to their dad, and, like, a body just dropping. Like, as, as a child, right? you're brand new to a life your experiences are limited and that's that's your introduction to like police officers like imagine exactly. like the, imagine like the trauma now he has three kids i don't know if all three were in the car but like imagine imagine just seeing some like imagine seeing your parent bro like fuck your dad your mom whoever somebody you care about be handled by the police that way and like literally in fucking front of you it's it's fucked up man and dude i the only thing i can do is just try to empathize man i don't even know like it's it's fucked up dude it's ridiculous it's It's fucking ugly it's ridiculous too and then even if you watch the video if you continue to watch the video what really annoyed me too is that there was a woman outside and she was already outside you could tell she has no weapon on her she's outside she's screaming she's crying like everything is happening she's trying to talk to the female officer that's all the way at the far end of the video and the female officer has her gun out pointed at the floor like if you make another move i'm gonna shoot you like how threatened are you don't be a police officer and if you're gonna be one do desk work that's it you shouldn't be out on the streets learn how to survey the fucking area but no that's it cops are here to shoot first ask question later because to them what's more important is that they make it home safely so they are going to put themselves in position to make sure that happens so how do you make sure that happens if I feel threatened, even just an inch, I shoot. Instead of, let me compile all the facts, all the evidence here, and see if I'm really in any type of danger. And then, like, 
kind of secondly just like adding to that like if you if <laughs> if you're that fearful for your life like reconsider your career choice exactly you know what i mean it's like like there has to be a level of you have to be like you, you have to imagine if you're signing up for something like this there's risks that are associated in any and every capacity so i'm not trying to like you know i'm not trying to play devil's advocate in any way like i'm sure that they there are instances where cops do fear for the life i'm not trying to take that away but at the same time if this happens often enough and again i want to hear more about the police officer see if this a first of all like who he is because i haven't seen anyone actually like officially name who the officer was but then get to know their background as well like all right cool is this a like is this dude does he have like a history of this like we've seen with other cops before it's just like we have to really analyze like who and look at like the actual officers and see what are the similar traits and try to avoid hiring these people to begin with but like there's got to be way more investigation i don't feel like we've really even begun to crack anything open on this one it's yeah man i mean the information's gonna come out soon i mean even just looking at it now they're saying that there's a you know a new video like a secondary video that shows up that just surfaced so i mean i'm sure people are gonna take a look at that and see some things but for me man all i have to say is blessings you know to that the fact that jacob blake is alive you know and i hope i hope that his family can heal that those kids can get past this trauma that they can actually sleep at night i hope that he can regain his his strength in his legs to walk um, because just to be cut down in a senseless incident of violence is ridiculous and i'm sorry i'm gonna say this right now if you believe that resisting the police should warrant being shot then fuck you that's it like you're a waste of a breath fuck you if you believe that's what that's what equates to that's what you have to pay for death then fuck you yeah man I mean I really want to see I want to see more out of this I'm really hoping that Milwaukee responds appropriately or Kenosha it's just dude like fuck man like again are you fucking kidding me you know it's fucked up dude that's horrible and at this point it's like we almost expect like another story to come out like in a week or two like this is ridiculous like you know praises to everyone on the front line as well you know if you on the front line, fight you know make sure you know that you stay safe that that you can make it home to your family as well you know so blessings to everyone out there fighting the good fight you know all these you know different places where protests are going on you know I'm happy to see that this is happening. I'm happy to see that we are making sure or we are fighting for our justice, you know, as we've always been. You know, we may have a hand tied behind our back, but even with one arm, we're hard as fuck to bring down, so. I feel it, man. 
Yeah, let's 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 try to get on to something lighter, man. Let's do it, bro. Um, you you was talking about a good week for music. What what's been popping up? Yeah, I want to say the last couple weeks I've really seen um, just some good projects, man. Uh, shout out to Nas, dude. He dropped what was the King's Disease and i gotta listen to that please do and take your time with it uh i still have it on repeat i'll say this so far like i don't uh i don't like to have an opinion on music so soon i like to let it kind of soak in uh, and i want to absorb it and uh so far king's disease is kind of marinating really well shout out to hip boy he did a, a few of the beats if not all on that piece um it was pretty dope man and then, uh, I don't know, I, we talked about it a couple days ago, but Vic Mensa, he dropped his, uh, what I think should have been his debut album. It was pretty dope. It was a nice little body of work. So that was pretty cool too. Have you listened to anything? Nah, man. See, I've been in such a, like, uh, a vibe recently, like, you know, all about, all about my energy. Like, I, I told you, we hung out recently and I showed you, like, I've been listening to, like, these open mics trying to feel the energy of the artist I, I listen to a lot of like r&b right now acoustic r&b alternative r&b like just letting that letting it hit okay are you talking like uh like the r&bs that have been renditioned like from the like the 90s or like just new style yeah i listen to i listen to both man i kind of take it all in and you know i have a whole vibes playlist so I just take it all in, get in, put in like new music, you know, you might hear some pink sweats and then some Ravina, like it, it just switches up on you. I'll give you that. You got me into pink sweats. I do fire, man. Um, yeah, I got Penny into like in Honesty. That's like our little track now. So that's pretty dope. But yeah, it's been pretty good music so far. And then um, have you heard... I think Big Sean's coming out with a project soon. He dropped that track with uh, featuring Nip. Have you heard it? Oh, I have not heard that. I gotta listen to that too. See, so about to put me on. I'm about to be. I'm about to be chilling. Done, dude. Uh, I think there wasn't a more suitable like beat to have to hear like a new like hustle verse. And no, no BS, man. Honestly, dude, Nip, fucking delivered yet again. As he as he does, you know. Um, of course, man. It's just it, it was a really cool track. Uh, I'm happy Big Sean dropped it. And low key, I looked up Big Sean, bro. Tell me why. I don't know if it's just me, but it's like, or remember how like Dr. Dre came out out of nowhere and the motherfucker looked like swole as shit. Yeah, bro. Big Sean's been eating, bro. Homeboy's looking. He's looking. He's looking like a bodybuilder now and shit. I'm like, damn. He's gonna have to drop the name. Hold on. He's gonna have to like literally live up to that name, Big Sean, now, bro. Is he, bro? This man looking, this man looking a little swole. A little swole, hint, or uh, who was it? Because look, Dr. Dre did it, Dave Chappelle did it, and now Big Sean's coming out looking like, literally, a like a fucking body lifter, bro. Again, hey man, there's nothing left to do in uh in quarantine, bro. In quarantine, bro. <laughs> like I, I, I just picked up, what's it called? I just picked up uh, insanity, man. Oh, for real. So like I'm starting to do that. Like I need to get myself back in in shape, man. So you know, I see what you're talking about. Big damn Big Sean out here. Okay, I see I see what you're talking about. Right. I was like, oh, Big shit. Sean out here putting up a little bit. I see. You know what I mean? He's trying to make sure no one could run up and slide him. My man's got he uh he he's able to put two stacks, two plates on the bars. Okay. 
This man said, Janae, you going to miss me. <laughs> Stupid. Hey, for real, though. That's you going to miss me, Janae. That's what's up, though. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited to see it, man. We'll see. Uh, I mean, he he dropped like a little, a little, what do they call it? Like a little Easter egg or whatever. Um, he hinted, I guess, towards like a project between him and Nip. If they're about to drop this or if he drops this project, I'm about to lose my mind. Um, I think that'll be the dopest, one of the dopest collaborations that we've seen in a while. So we'll see, man. I mean, I'm I'm here all I'm here for it, man. I do gotta start intaking some new some new hip hop, man. I gotta get that energy back. I feel you, man. They're dropping that fire, bro. That's what it is. And speaking on that fire, guess what? What, 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 what in the butt? Oh, do you remember that? What, what in the butt? That was I like said, one of the first like viral videos. Butt. I said, crazy. what, what in the butt? You want to do me in my butt? In my Stop, butt? Man. You want to do me in my butt? In my butt? <laughs> Let's do it in the butt. Okay. <laughs> that was enough. Hey. <laughs> hey, man. That shit was fire right next to chocolate rain. Dude, that shit was funny, bro. <laughs> I remember that shit, too. But now, so yo, they have uh, they recorded 130 degree weather in Death Valley this weekend, bro. Uh, Holy hell! 130 degrees. That shit, bro. That was crazy. Scientists were talking about it. They were saying that this was a uh, like a sign of like global warming. But you know what they found out it was due to? What? They found my high school mixtape scattered across the desert, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking dumb. Bravo beats, baby. What's up? Yeah, everyone's <laughs> looking around the desert and just saw a bunch of garbage cans. <laughs> Stupid. I <laughs> love, bro. <laughs> all that trash radiating up in the sun causing <laughs> that, that global trash. warming. Bro, this is all garbage, bro. Fuck. <laughs> Dude, that was funny though, man. Um, but I just thought that was crazy. Like literally, bro. I honestly thought that we would have had the worst weather. But yo, 130 degrees. First of all, do you think that's just as do you think you could take Tuesday it Tuesday afternoon? I was gonna say, do you honestly like comparatively, we've experienced 120 degree weather, so like 10 more degrees. It's like, uh, do you think you can handle it? Oh, most I think most definitely because I ain't leaving the house. Oh, that's fair. That's true. Like I don't know what I would do. I first of all, I'm not outside. Once it hits like 100, like we barely outside. Like I for. Everyone needs to know I sweat profusely. Really? So if I step outside, yes, yeah, so I step outside just to throw out my garbage, bro. I'll come back with like sweat, like looking like I just ran, <laughs> like looking a mile. Like it's horrible. So I hate <laughs> the summer because it's like I never feel like fresh inside of my shirts because I always feel so bro. sweaty. Man, like it's horrible. Like that's why that was the only reason I liked the club in the summer because everybody was sweaty, (laughs) not even just me. So I didn't Uh, look crazy. So you blend in, bro. Yeah, blend in. Like we all sweaty in this motherfucker. Yo, you ain't lying either, bro. This man, yo, you're the you're the you and Chuck. You guys are the few people I know that carry handkerchiefs in the summer, (laughs) bro. Bro, I carry handkerchiefs in the winter. Like, what are you talking? That's how bad I sweat, bro. Like, what are you talking about? Bro. I sweat. Oh damn, that's funny. This Nick sweats. Not I think even pink. I think I could like. I could probably. I could probably take it for like maybe 10, 15 minutes, honestly. Because at that point, it's like a sauna. You know what I mean? It's like you can handle that. It's, it's all right. 
man oh my god i miss the sauna man i miss the gym i miss walking in the old men's penises bro this this is different without seeing it bro trust like being not having the uncomfortableness for a day like like for like that long like it's weird how much i miss it like just walking in and seeing these old men shriveled up balls just out hanging proudly like I mean, it's like, uh, it's sort of an advertisement of what's to come, you know? <laughs> so it's like, oh, hey. so I got to expect this? Cool. Oh, That's don't do me, that? Bro. I'm about, right, cool. I'm going to make sure, I'm going to make sure I got some cocoa butter on my balls forever. That doesn't stop nothing, bro. It's going to stop everything. My whole body going to look 75, but my nuts going to look 23. Stupid. Bro, like, that's going to be so weird. Like, you're not going to be able to sweat through all that. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Nah, it sucks, man. I mean, it is what it is, but I don't know. I really hope that that's just like a, a very random occurrence. I don't want that to be a sign of like global warming, uh, even though everything is kind of hinting towards that. But still. Oh, yeah, man. Like, and, But we ain't going to do nothing to stop it. Like, my thing is like, look, eat, whether you do or don't believe in global warming, you cannot take back the fact that when we were all stuck inside the house, the world got better. Like literally Earth got better When we were all stuck inside the house Yeah. So it's like Even if you don't believe in global warming You have to believe that we're all the pieces of shit That are fucking up the planet Like, No I believe it bro And honestly there was a a ton of reports that came out from there uh, Literally because of the the, Just the lack of like travel Um, I think they said There was like a city in Italy Like one of the islands and they were seeing like usually a lot of people travel by boat or they row boats basically and that caused a lot of the water to turn like a a grayish kind of like hue and they said ever since like the virus since everybody had to be quarantined and nobody really took the boats anywhere like the water cleared up in only a couple of weeks if it got that better in just a few weeks imagine if we just did this consistently like once a month like every year that's what i'm saying bro like like I feel like that's got to be implemented to some degree, like to save our planet. Bro. Okay, like actually, here that that poses a good question. Then okay, <clears throat> so this turns into like the philosophical discussion. I feel. Um. So let's say we agreed and said, you know what? Uh, for a month every year, we're gonna take a break from all sources of commerce, all sources of pretty much everything. Sort of like purge, but in a good way for the earth right even though purge was like a day or a night or some shit we're talking like about a month where people just take breaks we quarantine once a month does although the intention is a positive is how do i explain it even though the intention is positive should we have that as a rule of law because now we're basically saying that the governments can't control how we spend our time and we're talking like worldly governments, not just like the U.S. or whatever. Uh, so we're talking like on a mass scale across the world. Should any entity have that much power to dictate and penalize people for not abiding by the rule that they set? Specifically like a quarantine. Do you think that'd be, I, that's okay? I think like making a law is not okay. Like I think like to say like, okay, like if you make a law, then dickheads wearing badges have to enforce that law so like or you pay a fine how about that or you pay a fine like you know which i mean could help the economy for all the karens out here who want to be out for all the city governments i guess yeah yeah but 
like I think like what you have to do is incentivize it like you know what I mean because really if you if you pitch that one month you're also telling small business owners like fuck big corporations like small business owners like hey y'all about to be out some money for a month well what if like, you know, like even then like if, what if if you could throw some bumps their way like oh, gotcha, something yeah. that incentivizes them like to where it's just like hey if you close for this month you get this 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 you know what i mean it's just like okay bro like let me close for a month to spend some time with my family and then you just like you take away options for people to go anywhere yeah no that's 100% i i agree um I mean, it's not completely uncommon that we set up our economies to sort of like match like the cultures because that's isn't that why we have like summer breaks and stuff from school cuz like way back when when schools were being implemented, a lot of farmers needed like the the extra set of hands during like the harvesting season or planting season and shit like that. I thought that was like the purpose or the reason behind like summer break and stuff. Right? You know what? I'm not sure. I just know that Phineas and Ferb had the greatest summers ever. So, oh, that's true. That's fair. <laughs> Shut up, man. And I learned what an aglet is. Thanks, Phineas and Ferb. A what? An aglet. What's an aglet? The plastic tip on the on the on your shoelace. Oh, is that what that is? It's called an aglet. Do you know what a weenus is? Your elbow. Yeah, I just I thought that was a funny word. You know what word is also fuck like fucking weird penis yes are you ready for it yes here we go now listen carefully okay moist Ooh, moist isn't that weird it's weird to say it's weird to i listen. love saying it it's weird it's just weird it's such I a love weird saying it. word there was a there was a woman at my at my old department uh at my job and she was freaked out by that. She hated that word. So I would always sneak up on her and just be like, moist. What a dick, bro. Yeah, she <laughs> you hated you just that did that shit. to fuck with her? Yes. Oh, like one, who are she you? Got hired, she got hired to a different <laughs> department, but she came back to the campus to do to do some... Uh, her job? Like, no, no, no. She came <laughs> no. back to campus to do like, like have people sign up for like this d- different volunteer thing. And she didn't see me. So I snuck up behind her and I was like, moist. <laughs> Stupid dude. Who the fuck does that? Me. Just wait, bro. She probably would have she would have given you that two piece, bro. Hey, I would have been accepting it. I'll accept the two piece and the biscuit from her. Let's go. <laughs> Stupid bro. Let's oh, go. <laughs> Let's go. Hell no. Oh shit. And yo. 824. Officially oh, yes. Mamba Day. Let's go. Okay. Mamba Day. Goat. Rest in peace to Kobe, man. It's it was beautiful, was, man. That was so dope. Man, bro, like this world's gone to shit since Kobe's died. It really has, man. It's fuck, dude. Never even met the dude, but like he was so familiar to me, you know? Oh yeah, man. Like to me, like if we're being completely honest, like he needs to be the NBA logo. Like that's just real. Like I feel that would like be really, really cool. Yeah, I feel like the popularization of the game will happen through Magic, Bird, and Jordan. But I feel like Kobe, especially with technology, carried the game to a whole different different plateau. Like love him or hate him, you had to watch him. 
Oh, yeah. You had to watch, you know, and, and inadvertently, like, you had to watch LeBron more to see if he could take that throne from Kobe. You know, like, you had to watch the big three Celtics to see if they had what it took to beat Kobe. Like, that's just what it was. Like, he his impact to the game, which his impact to the game was so great and how he carried himself that it really impacted life. Like, people just didn't realize how it impacted life. Easily, bro. I mean, look, every one of us can recall, even if it was like a very subtle one, we all have experienced that moment where we throw something in the trash and we shout out Kobe. You know what I mean? Like, that was such a synonymous act for like a lot of us. We, we've we all experienced and have done that at home, at school, wherever, bro. And it's like, he sort of personified the sport, man. He personified greatness. He was like, uh, I mean, he was, he literally, bro, he's a goat. You know, what more can you say, dude? Um, I couldn't imagine like a more suitable day to really give him credit and to remember him. I thought that was real dope. Um, and course, I even heard, I love, I think, uh, I love uh, 224 a little better. 224? Just yeah, just because that includes his daughter. Oh, but, that would be cute. That could be her day, bro. You know? Hey, Mamacita. Hey. Mamba Sita, bro. That's what's up, man. And that was it. That's another thing. It's like, yo, he translated like his passion to his daughter, bro. He was, and just imagine having Kobe as your mentor, bro. Like, yo, that must have been like such a dope experience, you know? Like, you really got, like, especially having him as your dad. You know, damn well, he's going to give you every single gem that he knows. You know what I mean? And so, like, I. It would have been so dope thing, to see how she would have been. <clears throat> the coolest thing for me is like, you know, he was, it was the game of basketball. Like, I loved that. I felt like I kind of had the same perspective, not the same genius, of course, but the perspective of it, of it. Like, the game of basketball is just the game of basketball. No matter where it is, it's just pure. It's just different energy you feel like. You know, and that's why I love, like, watching... I could watch the NBA, the WNBA, bro. I could find joy in watching a high school game and college game. Like, you just find the passion of it. You find the energy of it. And it's like, that's where you are. Like, I love seeing, you know, Kobe taking that time to be on sidelines of WNBA games. Of course, you know, that was his daughter's dream. That was Gigi's dream of being on that floor. You know, so, like, him really embracing that you know and not really thinking like oh it's women playing basketball like this is gonna suck like you know I was like watching the game like I find it I love the like you trade in some of the athleticism for like some of the more like you play the game a little more I would say either efficiently or technical and it's like you just watch a different style and it's just beautiful to me and I feel like we have that same kind of perspective. Again, not genius, but perspective of just loving the game. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't imagine somebody that was, like, better suited for it, you know? That's no, that, that was, it was just his time. God needed a, a basketball partner. I know, man. He must have got bored or something. He had to bring in a goat. Yo. But <laughs> speaking on God, speak on it. So I did mention this a little bit last podcast and kind of want to dive into it. Um, I mean, we're already we're almost at 40 minutes here. Um, <clears throat> so I want to dive into 
to me, and this is what from what I see because this is more the most prevalent uh, religion around me. So I can't really speak on anything else but my experiences. But I have, you know, obviously witnessed a lot of hypocrisy amongst the Christians that I've dealt with. And that shit grinds my gears, you know, to me. And I guess it all comes down to, you know, obviously an interpretation, perception. But to me, like you read the Bible and yes, the Old Testament, you know, is filled with all these rules, you know, floods, you know serve me I'm about to make a wager with the devil and send all these you know fucking horrible things to this dude's house like but then you got the New Testament you know where you got Jesus coming down and people would follow him not follow him and he would just be like you know what I love you regardless you know at the end of the day you're gonna make your choice to follow me or not and to me, I read that and I'm like, do you guys not get that your savior himself is pro-choice? Like, this man says, I don't weigh any more sins than the other. So, if you do some shit, I'm gonna weigh it out. Like, if you're gay, I'm still gonna weigh it out the same as you cheating on your wife. Like, is you being, like, a child molester? You know what I mean? Like, to yeah. me, God is really just saying, like, as you're on this earth, love everybody as you love yourself. I don't need you to judge anyone. I don't need you to chastise anyone. I don't need you to make laws telling people what they do can do with their bodies. Like, if they do something, I will judge them. I'm taking that, that responsibility off your plate. I'm in a judge. And so to me, I just don't see, like, I've dealt with a lot of Christians in my life who are just very judgy. And it's just like, who are you, bro? Like, you're not better than anyone. Like, God, Jesus himself wasn't, like, saying he was better than anyone. Like, I mean, yeah, I, honestly, man, that's, like, such a big topic, man. I uh, I struggle with a lot of, like, the, the religion aspect of Christianity, you know? Like, first and foremost just like with many things i'm a hopeful skeptic i think i was introduced to spirituality through christianity mm-hmm. um, so my understanding of like a greater world was introduced through like a lot of christian principles um and even then like i'm not gonna say i was raised in a church because i really wasn't and I'm, I'm not gonna lie like i haven't read the bible front to back i i literally i pick it apart and i try to understand it um as best i can but yeah, I wrestle with a lot of the with a lot of the beliefs, um, but at the same time, the universal theme that I've understood is like a true Christian, like a, a, a true person who follows the faith, not just the religion, has to be broken in some way in order for you to find that spiritual like relief that Christianity can give you. So a lot of us are broken, but I don't think being broken should justify bad actions. You know like shitty people are shitty because i think those are just their personality traits Um, yeah if they if they you know if they act that way under the guise of christianity you know obviously that paints christianity as like a a poor religion or or a weak religion because it can't motivate the spiritual side of people to be better or whatever but i don't know man uh i've had pretty bad experiences with people who also claim to be christians uh deep christians and i'm talking like 
they usher every single fucking week or they did during the time that you know i knew them um and so i don't know man i've seen i agree with you there definitely is hypocrisy but i think it's more at an individual level uh than anything else it's fucked up um oh yeah and of course and that's why i was saying like in my experiences you know what i mean like i've definitely felt you know like for instance i was at a a church a pastor pastor rick was coming down he's moved from california with his family to head up this church uh, where the pastor just retired um you know and he was he was a younger pastor so he was moving this way with his church and he was trying to make it you know obviously the way that he envisioned it because now he's taken on the church and now he's trying to build a, a, a brotherhood a sisterhood just a family through the church well the thing is then you had the older Christians that were there who didn't like how he was moving with the church and so you know basically like gave him a bunch of grief a bunch of you know even trying to get him fired what for real yeah like you know I said I mean he took it as you know what God showed me like this door because he got another door to go back to Los Angeles and pastor at another church and do some other things so he's like he showed me this he showed me all the strife I had to go to to get to this but to me it was just like my god like like are you really concerned with the word of God or are you concerned with your day like the way that you live your life you know what I mean like this man was still bringing you the word of God but because he wasn't doing it in a manner that you were comfortable with you were ready to write him off and get a new pastor. Damn, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's crazy to me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you're just, that's that's power. That's control. Like, you lost control. Like, you're, when you, and you, but when you give it all to God, don't, isn't he in control? If this is the way that he wanted things to be, isn't he in control for that? It's like, no, you're selfish. That that's your human ways coming out. You know what I mean? Like Exactly, yeah. And God is the end all be all. We talk about that. He is the judge. He's the one. Like, that's why for me it's like, okay, God says marriage should be between a man and a wife. Okay. God does say that. So, you know, that I guess makes sense when you go into a church where a pastor can say I'm not gonna do that because of the religion holy hell you know what that's fine but then when you have when you go to have like that I forget what that stupid lady's name I think it was like Kim Davis or something where like she because of her religion wasn't stamping marriage certificates when you know gay marriage was allowed to come through she was stamping because she was like my religion my you know like nah like bitch i'm sorry you're gonna have to move past that because you working for the state and in the in the bible says that you will obey my law but you also obey the law of the land so you're sinning turning away people that you think are sinning <laughs> and god does not outweigh a sin so your sin is going to weigh as much as their sin that you think they're that they're committing 
Yeah, I think I don't know, man. I don't like in that case she blended the roles of church and state, you know. Um, I mean, but they were separate for a reason, and it's just it's crazy how religion tapped in and regardless of her position, because I'm sure that person was in a position to where they could essentially stamp and certify that communion or, or that union, right? Mm-hmm. Like she chose to let like the spiritual influence kind of dictate her decision. I, I like I don't know. That's t- like philosophically, I see where she came from, but in terms of like taking something so literal, I I, I don't think that was right. I don't. I never really saw the Bible as a book of facts, um, like a historical reference to anything. I think they were all just like allegories and, and, and metaphors really to teach us to be better people overall i wouldn't necessarily take it as a book of fact and say hey because it says it right here you know let's let's do all these things or whatever based off of this um it's weird but even then dude like america was kind of founded on christian principles too so oh, of course you know so like to, to take away like was the, used as a power yeah, no, it really was. I mean, shit, dude, we they we they fought crusades over like the the word of God. Um, who should you know what I mean? Like, there's way too many. It has had way too much influence overall. I don't believe that it should have the ultimate influence. Philosophically, I think it has a great set of principles. Not everything, obviously, but uh, I really do feel like there's uh, there's a lot of good work there. The one concept that I struggled most with. And you sort of touched on it too is like you know you all share like the the same judgment basically is the concept of grace um you know what i remember from uh from the few parts of the bible that i read like they were referring to grace as like essentially god's like judgment right he can grant you grace if you if you ask uh and and you accept your sins or sorry you confess your sins and so like that's the area that i struggle with most because it's like dude how can someone who has been a shittier person than this person who genuinely is a good person still get the same potential outcome by just confessing their sins like i don't i don't think that's just you know i don't think that that's okay and that's the area of that religion that i struggled with most and that's sort of what kind of turned me off of it um i still feel spiritual i i 100 believe in god um I just don't know if it's everything that Christianity described them as, you know? Yeah. And for me, like, you know, getting into like belief for me, like, do I believe in higher powers? Yes. You know, I believe you have to cling to something. Um, I think it takes a very strong person to say like they, you know, don't believe in anything because they can just cling to them themselves and they cling to their logic. I think that's a very strong person to do that. You know, I also think, like, you have to, like, have faith in something bigger. Yeah. And so, like, I believe in something bigger. Would I necessarily say it's God? And, I, you know, I'm not sure. Um, I, I know it's not, like, a picture of, you know, white God, baby blue eyes, Jesus. Like, my God is definitely black. <laughs> but, you know, like, to see in the way that everything was used sometimes it just seems like it was more used christianity was more used as a man-made power than actual religion right so you know the fact and like one example i would say of that is basically in indoctrinating slaves and into that um when you 
have slaves come over here and you start allowing them on Sundays to go to church and plaster a white man in front of them that you call the Messiah that you say is the king of kings like at some point it just sets up like wow like white people are direct descendants of Jesus you know what I mean so it's like that's why for me it's like I believe it's something higher do I believe through the religion or God or anything like that I'm not sure but like I believe in something higher me too man and I know like different religions are gonna have different stories with tons of similarities right there's a ton of references like even in christianity uh i believe in hindu they have there's a there's a reference to to basically like what do they call it the uh, i don't even like the i think it's called the divine conception let me double check but basically an otherworldly spirit came down and essentially impregnated a human giving us essentially what we know as G or who we know as Jesus uh-huh. um, or Jim Caviezel <laughs> yeah dude I wonder if he still gets royalty checks <laughs> you know he's still eating off of Jesus bro that's what's up hey. let me see hold up um, I'm gonna find the story right now but basically there's a there's a a common theme of something that's otherworldly and tapping into like the, what we know is like the human existence and giving us the essentially like the perfect being you know mm-hmm. um, I think it's crazy how there's so many similarities and I'm wondering if it's a repeating theme for a reason the way I've always understood and appreciated like all faiths I've seen it as like a like we're all taking different trails up the same mountain basically we're all going to reach the same peak we're all going to see the same thing uh, and honestly, you know what's weird, bro? That I recently I had a shower thought the other day, and this tripped me out. This sounds super conspiratorial, obviously, because those are the best. And uh, there's no facts at all behind this claim. This is simply my imagination. At like five in the morning the other day, what if? What if like, you know how there's a ton of reference by God and yeah, like yeah. The, the sun cycle, right? You know they say that like, oh, it, uh, you know the. The Holy Sun uh, was actually like a representation. It was one of the ways that we made sense of astronomy way back when, I guess. Uh, yeah. Of what we now consider astronomy. And uh, they were saying like, after, you know, they murdered Jesus and he spent, you know, three days in a cave. They referred that to like, I think the sun's cycle in December. There's some kind of occurrence that happens to where the sun is positioned in three specific places on, you know, in three consecutive days. Um, there was a lot of detail, way more detail. I'm butchering all of that. But the conspiracy that I had, what if, you know how they say, uh, there's like, they basically say like, whenever you're, you're having a bad time or whatever, you know, you got to seek God. You have to look towards God, right? Yeah. Yeah. What if God really is the sun (laughs) and they're telling us to stare into the sun, bro? What if that's what it really means? None of us have really done it yet because they want us to be blind maybe or is that how you really see Ooh. well god is a woman so oh okay <laughs> <laughs> just shit on my uh, conspiracy theory bro <laughs> <laughs> hey man i gotta do it hey, someone's no. gotta do it the thing is here and that's another thing too it's like we if, if you think about it too like we we measure intelligence by our own intelligence does that make sense that's true I so see that. 
does that even make any fucking sense? Like, would an idiot know that they're an idiot? Would somebody that's crazy know that they're crazy? So how can we really say that we're intelligent if we are our only reference? You know? Ooh, think about that one. Well, now I'm going to have to smoke a doobie and think about that. Hey, bro. I got a shit ton of these thoughts. I'll be the highest in the room. Stupid. As I'm the sweatiest in the room. I know, bro. Can you hear my dog in the back, bro? This is crazy. What are they barking at? Oh, yeah, bro. I I thought you were just running in like a dog fighting ring, bro. Yeah, little puppies. I thought that dog was just losing. No, just little puppies. Little puppy fights, bro. Little Uh, little puppy fights? (laughs) Yeah, little puppy fights, bro. I have no idea what the hell is going on. Uh, But in case people are curious, I... I hate to say it, but I I think I found my third dog. Um, I like I'm unintentionally collecting dogs off the street, bro. Like I don't know what's going on, bro. You about instead of a crazy cat woman, you about to be like a fucking daddy dog. Like, look, man, I don't want to hear it, bro. You come here and look in those puppy eyes and tell them that they're gonna go to the pound. I dare you. I they're not you. gonna go to the pound, bro. Whoa. I got an Asian guy. His name is Payway. Uh, give you a nice change. For- <laughs> uh, I fucked up. I fucked up the day that I found that little the little shithead dude. As soon as I saw him whining, I went over to go see what the hell that sound was, and it was a dog. And I'm like, oh shit. So I picked up the dog because he was all hungry and like fucking skinny. I'm like, all right, well let's fill you up. And then as I came over, I had my daughter and my niece over. They were helping me. I was uh, I'm building up like a little playhouse. And so as we're building, I'm bringing over this puppy. And obviously I fucked up right there. Two little girls coming up to me like, oh my gosh, she's so cute. And that and, and, and the whole time in the background, Sarah McLaughlin. In the arms <laughs> Stupid, <of an> <laughs> bro. <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, it was it was a lot, bro. And then my dumb ass, I, I joked at a name and it kind of stuck. And so every time that my daughter refers to him, she's like, oh, where's Blue? Where's Blue? And da, da, da. I'm like, oh, shit. Blue's out looking for clues, bro. What's up? <sighs> oh, shit. That was completely unintentional. But um, yeah, that was a good little. Hey, speaking of that, bro, you know what made me feel really old? What's up? You seen Blue's Clues lately? No, I never. No, I don't want to. This motherfucker got like a cell phone and like a tablet. Like, what? He's on man- Twitter? Like, this man, like, they got, like, straight technology. I was like, bro, I remember Steve was drawing some fire-ass couches in the notebook. What? <laughs> bro, he's got a Kindle and shit. He's got an Apple Watch. Bro, this man, I'm like, they got technology. How is Blue not dead? You know, I actually heard, it's funny you mentioned that. I think Supreme is going to do a collab with them soon. Oh, my God. And instead of the red box logo, it's going to be a blue box logo. <laughs> with the paw print, bro? <laughs> with the paw print, dude. <laughs> Yo, didn't yeah. well, there were so many rumors about the original, uh, the original host? They were saying like Steve, the dude yeah. killed himself and shit. I'm like, damn, do we? And that man's that man's just alive and bald, bro. I know, but I'm saying it's like, are we that fucking morbid as like a as a human where we have to like ruin everything that has been good in our life? Like, wow. I think we just need a story, bro. Like sometimes we just need a story, like something to cling on to. No, you know what it is, man. It's misery loves company. Fuck, these dudes are loud. Sorry. Um, but dude, like it's misery loves company. We just want to ruin everything that was positive in our life. Remember that conspiracy behind Rugrats? How Angelica basically just like dreamt or uh, imagined all the all the characters. 
Yeah, like how like they were actually like all the babies died, but she just yeah kept like, them alive in her mind. Them. Yeah, so like that's why no one else could understand them except for Dill. She can't understand Dill because he's the actually only live baby. It's fucked up. Why can't we just like? Why can't we just just be happy? <laughs> what the fuck, dude? Why do we have to like connect so many depressing thoughts to all these like positive aspects? You know. I mean, I don't know. Maybe sometimes we just need some other thoughts, you know. And, and, and I mean, I don't know. Maybe we just need a story. No, that's what it is. Don't get me wrong. But uh, yeah, but, uh, we, we want to do a little twist to it, I guess. I suppose. Yeah, but speaking on renditions or new versions, man, you seen that new Batman trailer? Son, I've replayed it like a ten times by now. Look, here's yes, what I'm gonna say. I, le- I leaned into the phone to make sure you heard me clearly. This, I want to be clear about this. I think Robert Pattinson is going to be the next best Don't Batman. Don't say that, bro. I know. I'm just excited, honestly. Ignore me. But look at um, the direction of the movie. Like, looks like they kind of went to that darker, like Dark Knight esque thing, like Joker. Like, they look like they're trying to to rekindle that type of feeling. And like I'm all for it, bro. Like the, if you if you look at me and like I'm I'm down to say like Dark Knight, one of the best trilogies of all fucking time. Like so I'm down to go toe to toe. So like oh yeah, for me, like them trying to recapture some of that magic is great. I still just don't know, and I have to give a chance, but I still don't know if if Edward Cullen can be Batman. Um, look, dude, I've seen the movie, um, The Lighthouse. Have you seen The Lighthouse? No, I have not. Okay. Well, I haven't finished it. That's how fucking weird it was, dude. Okay. Let me put it this way. Um, you know, your team Edward, uh, did a great job in this movie. And I don't even know what to think of him because of that movie. This dude, as an actor did some fucking crazy shit with uh what's his name uh william devoe or green goblin in one of the earlier spider-man oh defoe okay william defoe my bad defoe um, i'm thinking bell div devoe never mind um poison you know what i mean but um so i saw this movie the lighthouse those two were the main actors of the movie trippy fucking movie uh, along the lines of Midsummer, in terms of like thriller and like mind-breaking imagery, um, definitely recommend it for people who just want to fuck up their day. Hell um, yeah! Perfect. Remember the lighthouse. Uh, it's all black and white and weird as shit from start to finish. Enjoy. Wait, you and, said just in case I want to fuck up my day, look yes. up the White House. No. Oh, that too. Uh, hopefully only for the rest of this year and then we'll have something new there but um in terms of like the batman bro i think the simple fact that this dude can take himself as an actor to these like extreme roles basically i think he's gonna be a good suit for uh oh shit no pun intended a good suit for the bat suit okay (laughs) look this is all i'm gonna say so this 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 is one night that i i re this is why i go in with an open mind towards actors trying new things because a waiter at Dave and Buster's years ago, this is before the movies came out and they just announced Ben Affleck's Batman. And so I was having an argument with a friend and the waiter came over. So we asked the waiter's opinion, like, do you think Batman or Ben Affleck can be Batman? 
And he said, I don't know, but we have to keep an open mind. And I was like, why? Why do we have to keep an open mind? And he said, do you remember that no one thought Heath Ledger could be the Joker? And I was like, oh, you're fucking right. You're fucking right. There was doubts about Heath Ledger being the Joker. And this man fucking murdered that role. Oh, for sure. Don't get me wrong. Like That's going to keep me an open mind for Edward. Yeah, no, he definitely should. In terms of, like, acting, um, I'm going to say that he will definitely be able to deliver on acting skills in terms of whether or not people accept him as Batman, whatever. What I was going to say, though, because, like, I've been paying attention. Obviously, like, I'm a little I'm a little more into, like, Marvel and shit than, than sports right now. Uh, <laughs> I hate to admit that, but it's true. But I think DC has done a horrible job at trying to follow the coattails of Marvel. And oh, think, easily. Yeah, like Marvel Marvel had time to set everything up. I mean, we're talking way back in like 2007 or 8 when we dropped uh, Iron Man. And then we're talking about all the way through to well, like 2019 or 2018 when they dropped uh, Infinity Wars and, and Endgame. It's like you have all that time to develop characters, build plots, build stories. People who didn't catch or didn't like, you know, start from the beginning. It was super easy for them to just dive in headfirst and understand what was happening, right? DC saw all this success and they're like, "Oh shit, that's where the money's at. Let's go do that." And they fucked up. I think they should have. They should have. They should understand that the 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 what you, the sugar coated idea of the superhero has been absorbed by Marvel. They need to stick out the the mature, more graphic, realistic route that they started with Dark Knight, and they tapped into it again with Joker. And I'm hoping that this Batman is going to be a continuation of that. So we'll yeah, see, I man. think we'll I see. think they're trying to change their ways, man. To me, um, like DC, like you you can't say you can say anything you want bad about their group movies. The second they add a secondary hero to a movie, that movie's shit. But, like, their individual movies, like The Dark Knight, the when Superman came back, The Man of Steel, um, Wonder Woman, hopefully The Flash. Um, like, when they do their individual movies and they can build up these characters and take their time, they do amazing work. Now, when they start adding in other characters, they rush, they don't get the right group dynamic, they just fuck it up. Yeah, and so like that's 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 to me like your individual movies fire. I don't know, man. I, I still didn't like Batman v Superman. Uh, that's not an individual movie. I know, but like that's that's like uh, I don't know. That was that was weak as fuck. Oh <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. But it, but if it was just a Superman movie, it wouldn't have been weak. Do you remember when there was that like that hint of Batman versus Superman that we that we all thought was like such a foreign concept in I Am Legend? Remember that billboard that was in the background in the in New York City? No. Uh, well, there was a there was a billboard in one of the scenes. Obviously, the city was deserted and he's just exploring the quiet city. But in one of the backgrounds on one of the scenes, there was an image where it had the Bat logo within, or no, it had the Superman logo within the Bat wings. Um, obviously, future dated at that time. Um, but yeah, so like, it was a cool, nice little sneak peek at what could have been. But again, I just think that DC was late to the was late to the game. 
and they try to just they produce the second rate version of of what could have been something really cool and, and different so i really hope they continue this like mature kind of route i think that's the only lane that they can really occupy at this point otherwise you're just going to be trying to copy what marvel did already and it's gonna it's gonna be shit and continue to be shit um i don't know dude i wasn't a fan of aquaman i don't really care for wonder woman that much to be honest with you not because she's a woman i just uh, you had to say that because you do because you were gonna say some fucking ruthless you're shit, sexist. that's what you did because i'm exactly calling what I'm saying right here. when you see a spade you call a spade and okay. you're sir are a sexist spade you need to stop putting this out in the universe, bro. It's real fucked up. I don't appreciate it. I'm just putting it. out facts that you're laying out, my guy. I'm going to beat your ass, okay? Uh, <laughs> just like you beating those dogs in the back? Bro, I don't know wow, what they're barking at, dude. an animal abuser and a sex. You this need to crazy. stop, bro. Oh, oh. It is crazy. You guys dude. hear this? You're doing so fucking much. <laughs> I'm about to slap you through the phone, bro. Like, yo. And now he's racist because he's <laughs> threatening a black man. This is I'm crazy. I'm fucking hate you. I can't say shit to you. Fuck you, dude. No. <laughs> I hate you, dude. See, you're you're the hypocrite, bro. Look at you, man. <laughs> Mr. Christian hypocrisy, bro. Hey, man. Don't you love that neighbor? You ain't loving me, bro. What's going on? You ain't my neighbor. I love my neighbor. My neighbor live right across <laughs> from me. Wait, the one these. Hold on. That was that was your coworker, huh? You said moist too. I thought that was your neighbor. Oh come on, man! I, I, I've loved her. I just love ticking her off by saying moist. It's fucked up. Moist. That's such a weird word, dude. I don't know. Fuck, man. Look here, here. We're at we're at like like an hour and ten. We're at sixty nine minutes. Let's take note of that. Okay. Let's just, uh, I mean, we're pretty late in the game. Let's just hit him with some, some, you want to just hit him with some goodbyes? Yeah, man. Uh, solid episode. I don't really have anything philosophical for you. Um, just be good and do good, man. That's it. That's it. And since we talked about Nipsey, I mean, I might've said it before, but, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like Nipsey, the thing that stuck out with me so far with like Nipsey recently is I, in an interview, he said, sometimes people try to race to build their brick wall and it's like then your brick wall falls he's mm. like it's not about that you gotta build it brick by brick every day just lay a new brick just a Ooh. new brick and then one day you're gonna look up and you're gonna see your wall mm. so remember it's a marathon Ooh, very nice well, let, it, let, let, the, let the people know where they can find you at my guy uh, you can find me on IG uh, under C-R-M-L Poppy. That's Caramel Poppy. Hit me up. And you can find me on IG Mr. Crizzy Fofo. That's M-R dot C-H-R-I-Z-Z-Y Fofo. Or on Twitter at the Cynic 44 That's T-H-E-C-Y-N-I-C-K 44. Or you can find us both on Cultures Con Papas instagram page we there for all the smoke raul will be there to defend himself let's from go all the all the all the the feminist and the PETA and any black people that want to say stop saying the n-word uh, whoa hey you need a chill <laughs> man bro i'm joking guys he doesn't getting canceled before i even start bro that's not even fair bro you <laughs> gonna find some tweets that he did anyways <laughs> anyways anyways so this is the part 
where we go to get some cigarettes. But don't worry, we will be back again before child support with some more <laughs> dope ass thoughts. This is Culture Cold Pop Us. Peace. All right, I'm gonna feed my dogs, you asshole. Peace. <laughs>